everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today, we're finally closing the loop on an episode, get this, we did in 2020. So wow. two years ago, uh, we're talking about Back to the Future. So we had originally done it in, I don't even remember what month, but it was in 2020 for sure. Uh, we covered Back to the Future, the first one, part one. You remember COVID? That was back in those times. Yeah, man. That was probably. Thank God might, it ended as fast as they even, said it would. No, that wouldn't have been. Was it 2020? I think it was 2020. Might have been end of 2020. Might have even been 2019. Now that I think about it. So it might have been pre-COVID. Holy crap! Anyway, well, thank God COVID's over now. So that's I think. Right. Oh, wait. Hey, I'm going on a trip later this year, and I don't have to wear a mask. So that's yeah, all. That's, I sh- oh yeah. That's that's a that's a bonus for me. Yeah, and so. there's new. I guess there's new strands of it, but they're not doing so much damage. No. So. People are panicking. That was right, right. It's yeah. Anyways, this episode isn't about COVID part one, right. two, or three. Right. Um, this episode we're going to be covering Back to the Future Part Two and Back to the Future Part Three. Uh, we had originally talked about covering them separately in that first episode, and we kind of looked at it and took a, a good, uh, you know, evaluation of it. And we just figured it really these two movies, and we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. But they were actually filmed. At the same time, like they filmed one and then they filmed the other one, kind of Endgame, you know, uh, Video War Endgame style, where they just rolled it into it, where they were trying to capitalize on all of the, you know, work that they did and not have to come back a year later. They came out a year apart, but they, they did, did all the work. But they, yeah, they filmed it all and then edited it, you know, right. whatever, and then like, released them. I only, but even that was only a year apart, not like Star Wars, where it was. Yeah, three because years because they had filmed them. You know, back to back, they were able to, yeah, crank them out a lot quicker. Right. Um, so, so we're going to be talking about those two today. We'll talk about them separately, but like I said, just in this one episode. Um, the concept of them, we don't need to re-explain what we've already gushed over in the right. first one. Yeah. So there's just some points we can make and things, our opinions and stuff. So that's why we're covering two as opposed to just one at a time. And I had mentioned this in the first episode, Back to the Future part one is like my top 10, one of my top 10 favorite movies. I would say that's easily the best one of the three. Yeah. And I, but sorry to interrupt you, but having watched them again, like for the second time after all these years, as I said to you off mic, these are better than I remember them being. Yeah. But I liked the first one so much that I thought at the time I saw mm-hmm. them way back when that they didn't live up to the first Isn't one. Isn't your memory a weird thing like that? Right. I can screw with you so much. What memory? Make- <laughs> Where Ma- am I? Monty, is it? Why are you in my bedroom? Is this moon night? What's going on? <laughs> Why am I wearing a straitjacket again? Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and I think you've got you, – you're not far off, though. I think there is a general consensus that the first one was the best. Oh, I think everybody feels that way. Um, and then, but I remember I rem- they're better now than I remember them being now that I've seen them again. Right, and I don't think that it's necessarily, in my opinion, some people would have would definitely disagree with me, but in my opinion, part two and part three are not bad movies. They're just not as good. Right. Oh, exactly. You That's know? how I put it. Yeah. Um. But I guess part two is also I would say in my top ten. Really. But. It's mostly because of the first 20 minutes and when they go to the future. Right. That is some of my favorite cinematic 
like journey or whatever. I mean, obviously there's a lot that goes on in the rest of the movie sure. and it's not bad. It's just not as intriguing to but me. But I like the time travel so. concept, which is why I'm looking forward to this Doctor Strange movie and all. I, right. The right. whole interdimensional, just, you know, portals and, and wormholes and all I, that stuff fascinates me. So just the right. idea of trying time travel and just all the different possibilities and the way your head just yeah. goes in so many different directions. I love the concept. And the implications of what that means and right. how, how you like, screw the whole, things up. Yeah. You know, the butterfly effect right. where things happen and changes and, like, you know, he ran over one. I mean, we talked about this in the first He ran over one of the pines and it became Lone Pine Mall and so right. the Twin Pine Mall. And, you know, those types of things that obviously the stakes seem that much higher in these two movies. Not, I mean, not higher, but, like, more apparent like clearly marty doesn't exist if his parents don't get back together in the first one but like if there was marty a lot doesn't, more to risk you know yeah if marty doesn't run into the you know the what kind of car was it um delorean no what he in the prime timeline he ran into that cadillac or whatever racing needles Oh, and yeah. then he decides at the end of part three that he's not going to. And there was like this whole thing about it in part two where it's like, if your father wouldn't have run into that, he wouldn't have right. gotten his hand crushed and he would have been, you know, so it's like this whole idea of that like was a nice impersonation too. that was kind of I, 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 I pride myself in being a Leia Thompson that's, you that's know, impersonator, good. old Leia Thompson. Uh, but anyways, let's let's stop because uh, we definitely there's enough enough here that I want to you know dig into along with a very short recap. But Mickey, we got a couple things since the last um, the last episode. I want to bring up in, we're talking in the news. I feel like I should have like some kind of like soundbite. Like we should create some soundbite yeah. that I can insert in here where it's like in the news or you know in the news. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I think that uh, you know we. We, I have some things. I, it wasn't a whole lot since our last episode. Well, I take that back because our last episode was a shorty. Never mind. Yeah, I'm wrong right. about that. It's March 16th um, since the last full one. We're actually going through. But the one of the things I want to bring up because I don't think anything was posted in the Monty and Mickey Facebook page is, unfortunately, and you know this really pains me to say this, the Flash movie with Michael Keaton as Batman got pushed back a year. And that's happening a lot. A um, whole year, though. It, well, and I don't know if it was a complete year, but it's like June of 2003 or some, something. And wow. it was supposed to be like Speaking of October. Back to the Future, 2003. Or 2023. Wow. Whew. You got the subject on, on the brain, that's for sure. I can fit in the DeLorean. <laughs> um, but, so, and I hate that I say that. I apologize to all my listeners. For what? After 42 episodes, I have a tick where I say, but, so, like, every episode, multiple times. I say you know a lot, so. And I just said any, so, too. Any hoozle. Um, <laughs> so. So. Uh, the part of the reason, and I don't know if this is the driving reason. I'm sure that there was other things that went into it. But uh, the actor who plays The Flash, he actually got arrested in Hawaii for punching somebody. Oh, they're going to say for flashing someone. <laughs> for, that would be ironic. <laughs> hey, it's The Flash! <laughs> what <do> you, what? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. And it's a sidekick, the streak. Right. Just imagine the headlines. No kidding. The flash is flashing. <laughs> anyway. Um So that's unfortunate. And I don't yeah. like I said, I don't think we had any articles or anything that came out about that, but 
there's there was some kind of cinema con that's been going on this week, and I don't know much about it, but I guess a ton of like new new uh, trailers for movies and things have been announced. It's almost like it's a it's separate comic con. I don't know what it is or really too much information about it, but like a almost new like trailer. A- like a Disney release thing. Yeah, like the that. business release or the DC fandom. Right. Oh, but yeah. But it's like for every, like DC, Marvel, Star Wars, everything. And so like Marvel or like Disney threw up this like picture of like all the new movies that are coming out. Like they're going to re-release Avatar and they're going to have Avatar 2 come out. And Weird. So, they're not coming up with new concepts. I'm, I'm astonished. I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a delicate balance. Right. Chippendales is back too. Not the. Not the uh, male stripper show, oh. but oh. the actual Disney, Disney cartoon uh, chipmunks. But anyways, I just had a weird visual of both combined. So yeah, we won't go into that. Yeah, don't try something about it'll hurt your brain and give you a stroke. And it, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so there's been some there's been some news or new things that are actually that have been like released today or yesterday, but. Anyways, I'm gonna stop yapping. What do we got? What do we got for? Oh, well, uh, the first thing uh, is for Star Wars Andor, the series Andor series gets a new Disney Plus release window. They figured sometime in August of this year. Okay, that's kind of cool. I don't know much about that series, but yeah. it's a Star Wars series. So Rogue One was very well received. So right. I can see them combining what they did on that show and what they've been doing with the, the TV show, or what they did with that movie and what they are doing with the TV shows right now to yeah. really like lean into that time period of and i've liked the tv yeah. shows even with the criticism and stuff i mean like mandalorian's been awesome oh. but even boba fett was pretty good i mean yeah i know people uh, we've talked about it before how people are like hyper you know so quick criti- to criticize critical yeah. of right. things but yeah i didn't like the thing is is it's so funny because i watched book of boba fett and i'm like this is a good show and then i saw like reviews and people talking about it and they're like this is a bad show and it's like listening to somebody else like you can form your own opinion but then it's like you "You know what it is a bad right excuse you yeah oh okay and i mean we're not as easily influenced as a lot of people try to be but i mean because we actually try to be positive people have said that about me all my my whole life but i mean we try to put a positive spin on things and have a good attitude but i mean sometimes things aren't the greatest the good with the bad but well everything doesn't have to suck all the time and this is the way I look at it, and I'm not <laughs> – for me, and, and I, I guess I'm more of a, like, a, I enjoy this type of shows anyways or movies, new Star Wars content and new Batman content, right? It's kind of like pizza. Right. Or sex. Yeah. Even if sex. it's not great, What's it's that? still good. Right. Like, even even if it's not, like – for you know, us, anyway, it's still it's still something to enjoy, and I don't. Females might not agree with that last part, but yeah, for us. But but I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is, so when Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, I've told this story probably a couple times on this podcast. I was not like, oh my gosh, it's Ben Affleck. Good, because I don't like your Come voice like that. On, jeez, he, he's gonna be the worst Batman. Gag me with a spoon. I mean, people said that about Robert Pattinson. People said that about. Michael Keaton in oh, people 1988. Said that, people said that about Pattinson after the movie. I'm like, how did you not like that movie? So, oh, you have to criticize everything. So my my point is, is any new Star Wars, especially with the team of people that they have it's gonna be good. in steering the ship, I, yeah. Right. Long, 
Long, uh, long story short. No, it's true. It's like pizza. I mean, Marvel and Disney, for sure, in my book, everything they put out, I'm going to like more so than the public who always has to find a way to criticize. Well, I think that there's been like a, a standard that's been established. Right. And especially when it comes to, and I know that there's other like, Martin Scorsese famously said something about how he hates, you know, the Marvel movies and all that. And right. like, it's not he's like a his, huge his director of, too. I right, mean. it's not his type of whatever. But I think that at least for sci-fi, you know, the stuff that we talk about on this podcast, those movies and TV shows have been there's a there there is a um a bar that's been raised, right? Oh yeah, and so I think that there's just a a new standard that people are, I think that in, and again, read my shirt, but back to 2020, Marty, whatever happens, don't ever go to 2020. And it's got the DeLorean. It's a back to the future shirt referring to the fun, fun year of COVID. But I guess what I, what I'm with, with COVID, they had a legitimate excuse to push back movie release dates. Right. right. And it's getting a little old now. I mean But I think they've gotten now where because they were able to do it, they realized, hey, it's okay to push projects back we want a and not product. just rush the final product. I mean right. look at what they're doing with Kenobi. I, that's arguably a top tier Star Wars, you know, product or, or whatever you want to call it. They are pushing it back like a couple days, which a couple days, whatever. And then they're giving us two episodes. So I think that it's a, like, hopefully, because you hear all these stories. I mean, even with Back to the Future, I mean, they were on a, a tight, you know, turnaround schedule. I mean, they had, like, the uh, Robert Zemeckis was, like, shooting for part three during the day and then editing for part two at night. Like, sure. it was just this insane schedule. And I really hope, I know that time is money and everything, but I I hope that the quality gets better because they take their time and just for the actors and the staff and the producer, everybody involved, like you just hear these horror stories about these people who are just like worked to death, oh, right. you know, to get this movie out. And especially if the movie's bad, like what do you got to show for it? Right. You know? I don't and know. they're not going to make the money back that they had to pay for the budget right. and everything. And like you said, it's like pizza. I'm going to like anything, but I'd rather have quality than quantity because in this day of overindulgence, we can find something else to watch while yeah. we wait a few months or weeks yeah. or even a year so that something good comes out. There's 8,000 other things well, that I'm the, trying to watch and catch up on. I guess I can wait for this thing. And so I think I good. even mentioned it in the Back to the Future episode where I said that there's so much content compared to, you know, back in our parents' right. so grandparents' we, day. Where, we should be able yeah. to wait and shut the hell up about it, you know? That's the title of this episode. Wait right. and shut the hell up about yeah. it. Yeah. Shut up and talk. So, you Disney... shut your mouth when you're talking to <laughs> you me. You shut your mouth when you're... I love that line. <laughs> Disney Plus Daredevil reboot is reportedly entering production. Not okay. huge news, but they're actually going to start shooting it. Okay. Um, With Ben Affleck? Uh, I think so. I'm no. I'm joking. Oh, yeah. Don't the worst daredevil ever. Right. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm like, wait. In other news, Ryan Reynolds coming back as Green Lantern. Right. <laughs> he to, killed him. To make a sequel for the movie that he made. He even killed himself in Deadpool, for God's sake. He, he, he wouldn't even allow that. Uh, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance director, 
wants Johnny Blaze in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Makes I mean, sense. I think eventually. I don't. I don't see that as a. He's a popular. I mean, anything's character. on the table at this point. Right. We've heard all the I mean, these other characters we've never heard of are showing up. Why shouldn't I mean, that one? Freaking what's his face? Howard the Duck is in the MCU. So. Right. <laughs> right. And a lot of people hadn't even heard of Moon Knight, and it's. I think it's being received well. So. Right. So speaking of Marvel, Marissa Tomei teases plans for Aunt May's future after Spider-Man No Way Home, so she's not dead yet. Well, again, with this whole or it's a flashback situation, they right. definitely have some. That movie's coming up soon too. Holy cow! Yeah, was it a week from week from today? I think is when it comes out officially. It, right, all this stuff is coming coming from out of nowhere. Here's just a random music thing. Looks like Anthrax is back in the studio. It's been a long time since we heard from. From them, I haven't. They, they were never. I was I a think pretty big fan. Maybe of them. one or two songs that I ever really listened to. I don't know that I ever was a big fan of them. You've probably heard a couple. Yeah, songs. I'm they're sure little, I have. Yeah, they're a little a, harder. I mean, it's one of those deals where, yeah, I've heard this song, but I, I didn't know that they sang it. Or and anything. they didn't get mainstream very often. They had a few songs that okay. made it, but um, then uh, Dead Deadpool star Morena Baccarin wants to return for Marvel Studios sequel. I, I think I love her as much as. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, so she damn well better be in this. She's hot. I, if I haven't said that a thousand again, times before, again, there's possibilities are limitless. I mean, who? Why wouldn't? It, why couldn't she come back? You know, right? I I would be surprised that she wouldn't. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a good looking man, but he's not going to hate looking at her if nothing no, else. No, and I, he's got a beautiful wife. Don't get me wrong, but we're still men. All right, moving on. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, this is just an article. Why Kane or Cad Bane's fate is a good thing. The fact that he died. It was just basically saying things like, well, it was good that Boba's the one who killed him. Mm-hmm. And now he can't take focus off of these other characters that are being introduced. Basically, it's yeah. just, I mean, because a lot of people were kind of stunned that he got shot after showing up for one episode. But I also, he was old at that point, which, I mean, in terms of human old, you know, I don't know right. what kind of alien creature he is sure excuse me but they age differently than we do but what i i don't know much about that character and i haven't watched all the but a lot of people have because he's been around a long time that's what i'm getting at is he's had his time yep and there's no reason why they can't do a flashback there's no reason why he can't like we just talked about the bad batch right i mean he was in the bad batch i mean that's the beauty of them jumping around in right. the timeline, That's like as opposed to the MCU. About. Like they can just, yeah, you know, wherever they want. Even a flashback. I mean, well, Scarlet Scar- uh, Black Black Widow came out after she died. Oh, right, exactly. You know? Perfect so, example. I mean, yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Deadpool three. Speaking of that, Ryan Reynolds teases character return for MCU sequel. Nothing major, but Blind Al is going to be back for sure, and she's got to be. She's as important a character as any as. I as, love I love that type of like not in your face action. Right. I love and she's that funny riffing back and forth. She's those hilarious. types of conversations. What I think of like those scenes, like it very much is like a uh, a Quentin Tarantino cold open. You know, of the right. movies where it's just like just two people shooting the shit and they're like and they're you know, giving each other shit. And, right. Yeah. So I, I think that it's just it plays well into Ryan Reynolds' comedy, anyways. Oh. So it's a good, like, catch your breath in between action scenes. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, the writing's amazing, just like the bartender, the stand-up comedian. Everybody knows his oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't right. remember. But his friend who <laughs> describes his face as two avocados. No, not not 
it, it's more of a hate kind of thing where they have sex and an uglier avocado. That guy, I can't remember his name, but they got to have those characters in there. They're yeah. hilarious. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, next thing. Um, oh, Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. You've probably seen the previews for that. That's coming out on May 27th already. Yeah, I should probably. I mean, it wouldn't be hard to do a rewatch of the first one. Oh, right. I mean, that one you can probably see anywhere. Uh, let's see here. Um, I love the um that I'm doing when I'm scrolling through this stuff. I guess Star Wars The Bad Batch star teases season two update at Celebration. Yeah. It's not far from being done. Oh, and I think Star Wars Celebration, that's another like big Comic-Con event coming up. They, they have an Anaheim most years pending a pandemic, but... Um, so we'll see a lot of new, either new things announced or new trailers, uh, for in Star Wars, in the Star Wars universe, oh, right. released at that, at that event. And like you said, there's so much coming out. Yeah. And they, that's just one specifically for Star Wars. Right. So they'll have there's like, a lot coming out. Funko will come out with special Star Wars celebration pops. It'll be like. I'm sure there'll be special edition, you know, action figures and things. It's like a, it's like an event, you know. Oh right, yeah. So, Moon Knight fans discover Thor and Black Panther Easter eggs in Episode One. I, I have to go back and, and check Doesn't that out. Surprise me, yeah. Right, uh, kind of after the fact, kind of stuff. Uh, the Mandalorian season three release window reportedly revealed. Uh, I think it's coming out sometime in the middle of this year, as opposed to later. I think. Which is crazy because I remember uh, my friend my cousin's friend who is the stunt double she was filming for that like last october so that just tells you like how long that process is right well look you how know. long it took her to get an autograph because <laughs> they hadn't seen each other for a while well yeah it's not like yeah so yeah i wouldn't have put that on her even it's no smart as no. i am i was what probably she not seeing these people well and it's not like i mean i'm sure they can't just be like so hey Pedro, how's it going? You know yeah, you, you can't just, have a hey, beer. Hey, I want you uh, to sign something for my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Not even for my cousin, my co- my friend's cousin. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh well then no, we'll get a beer in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Hawkeye season two gets bad news and latest update from Marvel. Basically, uh, as far as the Emmys, um, they're calling it a limited series, which might not mean only one season, but that's kind of the mm, kind of they the, might not have a second. So right. I didn't even know. I didn't. I guess I didn't really even think that they were going to. But I thought it was a pretty good show. So yeah. if, if for any of these shows, I'm hoping there's more. But like you say, they come out. I want to see series. that character development of uh, what's her what's her bow. Right. Um, new Hawkeye girl. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I mean, she'll show up again, but it would have been nice to see yeah. more about her. Right. Yeah. Just and their interaction her. together and everything. So, yeah, yeah. That was. I I appreciate those. And again, I'm just just going down all types of rabbit holes today. Just call me the Easter Bunny, um, like we did last episode. But I like—I just want to say that I like the idea of having a, a platonic relationship uh, like that in right. a movie or a TV show. That it's not a love interest. It doesn't have to be this like sexual tension. It's almost father daughter, but it's yeah. a little more friend like. Yeah, that. like those types of relationships i i like them to explore and not just you know have a right. rom-com i can think she's know. attractive that doesn't mean hawkeye has to 
Well, and then also I think that you can develop the characters on a more like a deeper level. Right. It doesn't always like have it's to not be like, oh, she wants chemistry. to get in his pants or yeah. hey, he's trying to be a goof to, to impress her and like right. there's just some things that are play well into that romantic relationship. Well, and that dynamic well, is it's a bit overplayed. I mean, that's always oh, the one you for see. Sure. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's nice to see that refreshing like different like, angle doc brown and marty right you know yeah i hope there was no sexual tension there i'm getting weird visuals again gotta move on <laughs> disney plus sets both. doc doc <laughs> you're the doc you're doc. telling me <laughs> disney plus sets boba fett special for star wars day so that's just kind of something cool to look forward to um sorry for that awkward pause uh black panther has officially been cut replaced in avengers yeah, I Which think in the, in the in the comics, I think. Oh right, yeah. But I think he's gonna have to be replaced because he's Chadwick is dead. Yeah. So that, he's gonna be replaced. They're by taking some their other time character. to delicately handle that situation. I, I've sure. read speculation that it'd be his sister who takes over. Yeah, that, role. that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yep. Wakanda Forever, the new movie. Um, I guess that's kind of that's kind of where we're at then. All right. So, Back to the Future Part 2. Like I said, one of my favorite movies. I just love everything future-related. I love the hoverboard. I love the idea of flying cars. I just love all of that. And what makes this movie so fun is the fact that they could play with that in a way that was for kids and funny and didn't take itself too seriously, but it all was, like, tactile and it made sense. So... I guess when we talk about, you know, there's basically three different times that they spent, time periods they spend in, right? You'd, wait, so you'd have actually been born the years this came out? 19, the second one, 1989? Is that? 90 I was born, yeah. Oh. oh, so the year the third one came out. Yeah, right. But, and you're a bigger fan than anybody I know, so you, I mean, you obviously weren't old enough to appreciate it when they first came out, but no, look at how big of a fan all, you are. Yeah, I watched it, you know, on, later on on TBS. But or it's whatever, like yeah. you said, it's keep it's kid friendly and everything. So yeah, yeah, and I, they were they were trying to do that. You know, they weren't trying to be like there were some. They consulted some people about what the future would hold, and they took their best guess. But it was more so like they weren't trying to be Blade Runner. They weren't trying to be Doctor this, Strange. Like, Let's actually project what we think that the world is going to look like in right. thirty years. Um, so it, it it added so so yeah. Just to do a quick recap. So first of all, they spend time in at the beginning of the movie, nineteen eighty five, then two thousand fifteen, then back to alternate nineteen eighty five, and then back to nineteen fifty five. Right. So this movie, there's the most amount of time travel. Back to the past. Back to the future. Back to the yeah. future, back to the present, back, back to, to the, the right past, future, back to the back wrong to, future, <laughs> back to the right past. Yeah, um, I had hurt again. The uh, the whole thing with you know Doc writing the timeline on a dry erase board. He's explaining it to Marty, but he's really explaining it to the audience. Right, you know? exactly. Um, so so at the beginning of the movie, and I will we're gonna like I said talk about these like fun facts and anecdotes of things, but I just want to quickly go through a, a recap. So Marty finds out that his, you know, things had shifted because of the things that he did in the first movie. Uh, he's got his new truck, all this stuff. He sees his Jennifer for the first time in, you know, two weeks or whatever it was for him. 
then Doc comes in and they go back to 2000 or they go to 2015. And the whole point is they want to get there. And Doc has found out that there was an event that he traced back to that completely screwed up Marty's life. And they're trying kids. They're their kid. Yeah. His Marty's kid's life. And then, and then his, I think even his life. So they're preventing that from happening. And they find out that uh, through all of this, and this is why it's so quick. Like I said, I want to talk about the, the, especially 2015. Um, They find out that Biff actually hijacks the DeLorean and takes the almanac that Marty's idea old old Biff, which I realized. Okay, follow me on this. It's the same actor with makeup. Oh, that's not what you're going to say. They definitely uh, nutty professored a lot of this movie. Oh, yeah, a lot. Um, we meet Marty. We meet we so we meet Marty's dad. We meet Marty. We meet Marty's kid. Right. But two of them. Two of them. Michael J. Fox even plays the daughter. That's the cheesiest part of the movie, in my opinion. Plays the yeah the son and the daughter. He's and not the, good yeah. at playing a woman, and good for him maybe. <laughs> I guess if that's um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Sorry. <laughs> um, so. We meet Marty's dad, Marty, and his son and daughter, right? We meet Biff, who's the same generation as Marty's dad. And then we meet Biff's grandson. We don't meet 2015's Biff's dad ever. No, that's true. So it's just kind of something I realized in this last rewatch is like we meet Basically, you don't meet the generation that Marty, that that son, that would be in Marty's grade. Yeah, you do. Isn't he the one that is just cowardly and oh, I'm sorry, and he's washing the truck and everything. That's that's Biff from 1955 high school. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. That window of his life. So his so regular Biff. His son, you don't ever meet. You meet right. his grandson. You right. meet his great, 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 great granddad. Right. But you never meet Biff's son, Biff yeah. Junior, or whatever the heck his name is, Biff right. the Thirds. Sure. Or I'm sorry, Griff. His name is Griff. Griff. Sorry, in 2015, yeah. it's Griff. He's, you never meet Griff's dad. He, right. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So just kind of a weird thing, but yeah. Well, you meet every, every version of everybody else, basically. So yeah. Right, and it just is a yeah. Um. So they go to 2000 or uh, 1985, not realizing what happens, figure out that Biff, because he had all this money and power, completely changed the course of history. Because he made a bet with that sports almanac. Yes, because he had all the answers with the sports almanac. And then you find out that he got it from himself in 1955. So when in in 2015... 2015 Biff went back to 2000 or 1955 Biff gave him the almanac, and then in 1985 Biff is different than 19. Woo! He's rich. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, it's actually easier to follow in the movie than it is to explain. And that's what I was gonna point out. I've said this about a couple different movies: Shutter Island, somewhat, uh, Inception. Uh, some of these movies where there's like this complicated storyline, 
but it's easy to follow. Right. And I think that's what you don't makes go over your head and make you have to watch it four or five. Well, times. where you're just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. what are they talking? Like, I find myself like The Witcher is a good example of it's just so much background knowledge that you need to know. Like, oh, like Moon okay. Knight. Moon like, Knight's kind of an example. Right. It's a little confusing right now, and I think, yeah. I hope they start explaining to it the last couple episodes, but. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're exactly right. It, it is it goes along at a good pace that you understand what's going on, and I and I love the decision that they made because they did this like you know back to back the filming of part two and part three. So Marty is on the ground when Doc gets struck by lightning, and he goes you know to the old west right, and there's whole timing of it where the the mail carrier brings the letter at the exact moment, and like all this really neat like plot development and like everything's connected in a way and they can work in that fourth dimension like right, doc which, always talks about because doc knew that he was going to get hit by lightning yeah because marty's sitting there going uh how did he know to send me a letter here but that's because he it happened yeah. to him now he can go back in time and send the letter and make sure they give it and to him at the right time the, and the delivery service doesn't even know what the hell it's all about right they're just like make sure you deliver it on this date at you know, this place at this, this random isolated yeah they place. probably i i'm Surprised it wasn't opened up, and then he hides the or you know, lost. I mean, it right. is the mail service. Sorry, <laughs> government is flawless. <laughs> uh, so I just, I just loved that. And then also, just a fun fact: our first of many today. They actually showed a trailer for uh, Back to the Future Part Three at the end of Part Two in the theaters because they had all the content sure, you know, to be right. able to produce that trailer. Yep. So I guess that that's the quick. Quick and dirty recap. Um, one thing I do want to mention is they're... They That's re- of the second one. Of the second one, yeah. They completely reshot that opening scene. So that scene is the exact same scene as the end of part one. Yep. At the time, we talked about this in the first episode, they didn't know they were going to be doing a sequel. They didn't know they were going to be doing a trilogy. Even though it said to be continued. It didn't in the theater. Oh, that's right. I guess I've heard that. I just forgot. So they, yeah, they, they, that came in after the fact. Every version I've seen had that because I don't remember seeing it in the theater. What? Yeah, I mean, and it's the same like we talked about in the first episode with Star Wars, right? It was in right. episode four, but they pigeonholed themselves into this plot line where they had to. First of all, Claudia Wells, we talked about this. Her mom was in the hospital or passed away. She couldn't be in the second movie. And so they had to get a new actress, but they had to reshoot that entire scene to be to start out part two. And back then, Elizabeth Shue was huge. She was doing adventures okay. in babysitting. I mean, Claudia Wells, I think she was on a few things you might have heard of, but Elizabeth Shue was already, like, she was an up-and-coming actress yeah. of, that, of that age, you know, that, that genre or that uh, demographic. And they could command that type of actress. Right, and that's, that's know, the point. They, they got proved even, themselves. And they know. got an even bigger name than they did for the first one as a result. Yeah, exactly. So they reshot all of that. It's, su- I mean, if you're not, like, paying a real close attention, you'll just think that it, you wouldn't even, you take it for granted that it's a diff- different actress, oh, I, you know. right. That's the only thing that I noticed was different, But honest. the two things that they kind of pigeonholed themselves into in terms of a plot that they could have gone a different direction is one, they didn't know what to do with Jennifer that she's in the car, right? They're, they're bringing her to the future. Right. Right. 
and then they, they the whole line about his kids. So they had to make it about his kids, about fixing the situation with the kids. And they had to figure out. I mean, they literally dump her in like a trash heap. Yeah. And just were like wave this like thing in front of like this whole, you know, memory eraser from Men in Black in front right. of her. Like it feels a lit when you start to really think about it, it feels a little weak. It's still a good like, movie, but we got to get rid of. But yeah, I mean, and like you said, they did that with a big actress. At the, I mean, right. Elizabeth Shue is pretty well known even at the time. So, but I think it played well into the fact that she got brought back to their house. And like, right. then you had an opportunity to talk about things like smart homes and like voice activated things and like all these futuristic, you know, technology right. that, you know, they were able to, um, yeah, I don't have the list in front of me. I would like to, I'll post it with the episode, but they definitely over the years. And especially in 2015, when it was the anniversary of back to the future day, which is now in the fat past, which just hurts my brain to think about We're too much. Old. Um, they like top ten things that they got right, top ten things they got wrong. You know, certain things. Like I actually wrote that. Flying down. cars weren't. You know. Okay. Ho- yeah. Oh, you got it. Perfect. Yeah. Automatically sizing clothes. I- I'm I'm waiting for that. Yep. Yep. I mean, because I could use that. Flying cars. Right. Flying cars. Automatically tying shoes. Portable personal card scanner. I mean, just stuff like that, where you know how he scanned his credit card right there. And yeah. I mean, like you said, a lot of that stuff isn't even come the card close. scanner they've got. Well, not that that you have right there in your briefcase or whatever. They do have that, but people don't use them personally. Oh, I see what you're saying. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was a big contraption, but still. Yeah. I, yeah. The hoverboard and the clothes that automatically adjust to your body, I could use those because my body has changed. Over well, the years. and they had made a version, but it was like thousands of dollars nike did come right. out with a uh air mags or whatever um but i remember you know just in on october 15th 2000 no what is it october 27th i've got the oh no i've got the you just killed marty and I, they they came out with biff. a biff, it's october biff. 22nd 2015 and they came out with a USA Today that said, Youth Jailed Marty McFly Jr. Arrested for Theft. And then there was another one that had the alternate, you know, you know, hooligans crash into a window or whatever. Right. So Crazy drunk drivers. It was, I think, a big deal. I, th- I thought it was going to be a bigger deal, but maybe just because I loved the movie so much. But they did celebrate the, f- like, it was almost like this meta thing when it was, this is the actual day they went to the future. You know, we're living in on the day and it was just a cool experience because back in like you know when i actually had the thoughts when i was watching this movie you know in the early 2000s or whatever are they being nostradamus well yeah that that a little bit i I was hoping more that technology but more so like that's gonna be so cool when it happens and now we're sitting no i mean like are they predicting the future right right that's what yeah yeah but i was just like the concept of being alive during something that they predicted and like, right. I don't know. It was just like this weird meta so thing, cool, yeah. you know, that like I watched back to the future part two that day and like had like, you know, did a couple other things, but it's just a interesting, not most, I mean, most, if not, I don't know of any other movie that has that type of like, I think blade runner, maybe uh, 2001 space odyssey, maybe, but like, was so specific about like everyday life well even the cubs went over 100 years before they won a world series they were almost 
Yeah. What a couple years? I think they were a couple years off. They were a couple years off, and even that year, they were like almost in the World C- Series because the Cubs. Yeah, they had the. I think they were in the national championship, national league championship series, and because they had the team that they were eventually going to win with. But yeah, they, they hadn't won in over a century, a century, like longer than any other franchise in American sports, and. They almost predicted that it was going to yeah, happen, like the to the serendipitous year. Right, that was coincidence. And I'm a Cub fan, or I was, until they finally won. Then I went, "Oh, screw this! I don't need to f- be a fan anymore." But <laughs> I mean, it was amazing to even think that it was a possibility. Yeah. And then it actually happened, and yeah, I had to get new underwear. Put it that way. <laughs> um, so I just, in general, like my, you know, and I got a lot of this information from a, um, from a podcast called uh, Wizard and the Bruiser. Um, pretty good podcast. Yeah, and so they they gave a, a lot of information about you know behind the scenes, but I guess in my gush as they would call it is this. I enjoyed that movie, this movie for so much. I mean, for God's sakes, like I drew up, I, like you can see the video. I I dressed up as Marty McFly for Halloween a couple years ago. I have a replica hoverboard. I mean. It's just got every, so much a part of like you've got a, a VHS version, a DVD version, a Blu-ray version of all three movies. Yeah, yeah. This is this is my and I, I hesitate to say this, but this is my Star Wars to your my Star Wars to your. Although this is your st- my Star I, Wars is becoming your Star Wars because you're becoming an but, even bigger but, fan. But because you have you know all the different right. versions of it, and you wanted to rewatch it in the newest release every and time, i just wanted know? to have them too i have my right. vhs i have my dvd and i i don't have them on blu-ray but there's a lot more movies too so yeah this is your version of my star wars yeah and so it's just so i it's just such a fun movie i i love the idea of hoverboards i love the idea of flying cars i love all of that um and it just it's 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 almost like a comfort food for me like i th- i put this movie on and i just like I know, obviously, I've seen it before. I kind of relax. I, like, just enjoy it, you know, in a way that I don't normally do with other movies, if that makes well, sense. Well, and it seems like Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are going to bring that to you. Yeah. But especially in these iconic movies that are just – I mean, right. I, they're in your top ten. I would have to say a lot of people – I mean, they're, they're probably – at least the first one's got to be in the top 25 movies of all time, mm-hmm. I would think. So, the lists I've seen. And the other thing that I want to touch on is – each there's and we talked about this i think in the first one you know you have the same it's either the ice cream shop it's either the 80s cafe or it's the saloon right you have the same guy serving him at the same that's playing by the same actor right you got griff biff or mad dog tannin you've got principal strickland or the uh I don't know if he shows up in 2015. But I can't remember. What, he doesn't always have a name, but yeah. And then the and then the, uh, the sheriff or whatever in Back to the Future Part 2. So you've got this like very – Marty always gets hit on the head and then wakes up right. in a strange place. And it's he's called like, the chicken. 2005, the 27th floor, 2000 – you know, he doesn't say 2015, but the McFly farm, like, yeah. you know, and then, yeah, he gets called chicken. And then he point, gets called yellow. At some point, let his temper get the best of him. So it's like this whole, like, very, in a way, be, even though they're reusing the same plot, right? they take it and they completely spin it, and then they make it even, like, not better. But they, but they, they tie it together. They though. put it, they put a different spin on right. it every time, and it's so, like, comforting but there's still these things that happened every time which yeah. is tying it all together 
And, but the, but you don't know what's going to happen still. Like it's right. not like oh, it's predictable. Right. It is, but it isn't. It's it's not predictable. It's like familiar or routine. If well, that makes you sense. know, you There's know, a the routine, I- but it's not predictable. You know the issue pretty quickly in each movie. You know what the issue is, mm-hmm. but how they're going to figure out how to do it. Like they have to use a train at one point. They yeah. use a DeLorean and the lightning striking the clock and the other one. And I mean, there's always different. It's kind of the same issue each time but how they're gonna if they're gonna get there on time if they're gonna die before then if they're gonna yeah. melt away before that i mean there's all these issues but the storyline it's it's not repetitive because it's a continuous story that's what i like about it yes yes exactly um so yeah I, just a couple things um you know what makes this movie like i said for me is the tech the culture of 19 of 2015 um a lot of this whole you know, Nutty Professor Tyler Perry in it, I guess, where with Marty and how he just plays. One of the things that I learned was, you know, they used to do like a, okay, here's Steve Urkel and Stefan, and they're next to each other, played by the same actor, right? Right. This was a revolutionary, they used a moving camera, so it felt like they actually were interacting with each other. So they were able to keep the background the same, film it twice or how many times with you know marty is sitting in or marty's kid marty jr sitting there and then whatever the name of the his daughter is sitting next you know in the next shot so that was like a like i think they won like some oscar or something for it oh, you know it, for that technology it was like a pioneering yeah right i mean because yeah it's early night early 90s late 80s so right something that hadn't been done um i love that because it was so continuous shooting they were able to do things like the marvel universe where there's a you know mad dog tannin biff in the biff museum where you learn about his you know his great 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 grandpa when that pays off in the third movie obviously um the whole thing with clint eastwood wearing the boiler plate over his chest like that pays off in the third movie like you see that in a in a movie in when uh, he's sitting in his hot tub with the, the random chicks, and then you get to see that Marty do that. So I just like he looked like he was dead too. I mean, and and that had to have been very, in, especially watching in the movie theater, like right. well, the first not time, knowing right? you know it just had oh to my have been god, so did they kill the main character. <laughs> Welp, he's not. I don't know how they're. But I mean, the, that. and the, maybe the only glimpse is when he was in the boiler room. You could see him. Yes, he got an idea, and, but it, I, yeah. but even then, I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's. Doing. And then he comes out without anything. You're like, oh, I guess he didn't do anything with that idea yeah. yet. And then, oh, there it is. Got yes. it. So that was yep. kind of cool. They hit it even. Yeah, and just that whole it, it was, it was finally Marty having that fight that he wanted to have right. the entire series. And we're right. kind of jumping all right. over the place here, yeah. but you know, he he finally got to punch a Biff <laughs> in the face. Right. Um. One other thing I want to bring up that another blink and you miss it. Long story short, there was an actress who played the stunt double for Griff's goon, the one chick with the claws that he goes up to Marty and's like, Marty Jr. is like, what's wrong? You don't got the scrot or whatever. And like, you know, right. She, the, the, the actress who played the stunt double didn't like the setup uh, for that whole going through the plate glass scene. Um, so she said, I'm not going to do this. And they got a new 
like up and coming, trying to get her feet wet, um, a, a stunt double to replace her. And she was seeing things that weren't making her like very uncomfortable about how they were going to shoot the scene. And it was like this whole deal with a crane and they were on wires and then somebody had to like actually pull the wire at the right moment so that they would actually swing through the plate, like the sugar glass or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And there was just a lot of moving parts that she just wasn't comfortable. I mean, even to the point where they like, she kept bringing it up and they're like, are you good? Like, are you going to be cool about this or what? And she was worried about her safety or that it wasn't going to look right? Yes. Oh, her okay. safety. Yeah. Okay. I mean, both of them were, but the girl sure. that ended up filming the scene, even to the point where they actually like, had some random dude start putting on girls makeup because they, she took too long and they thought that she had just Quit. chickened out. Right. So long no story. Calls her chicken. Oh, sorry. <laughs> long story short, she actually, you can see it and it stayed in the movie probably because they didn't want to reshoot it. She actually, they, they screw up the stunt. She slammed against the oh, side yeah. of the building. Right. And the guy pulled the cord. She fell flat on her face, like from 30 feet and had to like, just like a pool of blood. Like the, really? the people who played the stunt doubles, the other goons just like got up and like, there was this moment of panic. Like, where is she? And then they look over, like you can actually see her body in the background of a quick scene. Really? And the only thing that I can think of is that they're like, we're not doing that, shooting that again. We're taking, we're taking, no, no, you don't understand. Like she had facial reconstructive, like she wasn't, like she couldn't even if she wanted to, she wasn't able to do, like she had to sue them just to get her like medical costs paid. Like there's this whole thing with the studio. Right, and then I, apparently she got murdered in like 2015. It's like this whole thing with this poor actress who was just trying to make a name for herself in the industry. So she got that hurt where her career was over at that point in the movie. I think I think that pretty much that injury, yeah. She, well, think. she fell 30 feet, like you said. She smashed her face in. Wow. Like yes. she had to have like facial, like she like. It was bad. And if you're an actress, your face is kind of important. Especially if you're a stunt double where it's like, I mean, not especially. Well, right, but, yeah, right. But not either way, double, it was just it's just a sad story about wrecked. such a good movie. And then she was murdered later on. Anyway. Something, I don't know this, I don't know the details about that, but wow. this is, again, this is from that uh, Wizard and the Bruiser podcast, but wow. yeah, it was just like, so this last time that I watched it, I was looking for that scene. And you saw her in a bed. And then I actually looked it up on YouTube. And it's like a very quick and you miss it. Like, you can see, you can definitely see her hit the side, like the yeah, pillar. right. But then you can also see her laying on the ground face down when they get up inside the courthouse. In major pain. Like, it's like. And yeah. if you're watching the movie, you don't realize that, that right. she's. In no, a no. Of hurt. You, if nobody pointed it out to you, you would never even thought right. twice about it. Or that she's so. in a world of hurt and her life, her career is over at right. that point. Yeah, so just a weird and again, just yeah. a crazy antidote about that. But right. I've been blabbing enough, so I want you to start talking about part two because I got a couple things on part three. But I wanted wanted to kind of see what your as a guy who hasn't watched it religiously i've only seen those so to speak i, I hate that I word only, but i don't well right especially in this context but i i've only watched these two movies i believe one one time before this and like okay. i said i wasn't that impressed after the first time because 
they weren't as good as the first one. But this time, like, after so many years of just thinking they sucked and never giving them another chance, even when they're on TV, I went, oh, these are a lot better than I thought. Right. But some of the points I th- I wrote down were, first of all, why are there so many manure trucks everywhere <laughs> they are? That was the other thing. He's always the, covered in crap the at guy, some point. The guy selling the cars. I uh, mean, and this is in the middle of these cities. There's a manure truck. <laughs> what do they need cow poop for in the middle of the city? So was that in... Just because Biff's around. Well, because it was in 2000... In 2050, 2050, 2055, 1955, it was the manure truck that he ran into. Right. 2015, he ran into the the courthouse, and then there was the manure, which made more sense. Right. The, like, like guy picking up the whatever. horse poop, you know. Yeah, right. So that made more poop. sense. But he's always there's there's always cow crap around. It's just weird. Um. Another point that I wanted that, that I looked up because I, I don't know how I even came across it, but Needles was actually played by Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. That guitarist that everybody knows, he's kind of goofy looking and okay. he's a little out there. Yeah, that's Needles is Flea. I didn't know that. And Elijah Wood was Video Game Boy. I knew that. I did know that part. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. So yeah, that's cool a young to, Elijah Wood. Right, right, and those are big, big time names that most people. Listening, all all of our thousands of listeners probably would know those names. Okay, tens of listeners. <laughs> um, and then one other legitimate point was it brings an interesting argument to mind. Like like we talked about these Marvel movies and the and the portal and the and the interdimensional concept. Mm-hmm. Are these are they just adding new timelines? Right. Which they in this movie they kind of only added one in their opinion, or could they really just be fixing the original one? I mean, it's just. Until now, I think we're on the verge of being able to understand time travel, if not actually get there in the next 50 years. So I think these conversations can be legitimate. I mean, Oh, guys, you really think that we could? I'm totally 100% sure, yeah. Wow. Guys like okay. Elon Musk and the, and the technology and stuff, it's, we're, we're not far from understanding how wormholes work and all that stuff. Hmm. And even on our planet, there's like the Bermuda Triangle. There's so many spots on our planet that they figure might actually be portals where extraterrestrials enter and go and that's where all these disappearances happen and all these things so they're actual portals they're not just weird abduction sites or whatever Mm. these are the these are the theories anyway but wow so yeah i mean Mm. a movie like this you know someone might like me i'm i'm geeky about that kind of science and stuff too it's it's amazing if you think about it so the fact that they kept it simplified and figured because like in in the marvel movies they figure when you screw with the past you're just creating another timeline. Yeah, a branch. Yeah, because yeah, right, the original one's still in place. But here they were basically saying, okay, we created another one, but we can go back and fix the original one and, and basically eliminate this new one. Then yeah, and they, they even Which, talk... I mean, why couldn't that be how it works? Yeah. We just don't know for sure yet, but the fact that we can have these concepts and, and conversations about about these concepts yeah, at a point where we don't sound like idiots just making up sci-fi stuff... It, it's legitimate conversation now. And also, I mean, they even, like, this isn't my original idea, but they did endgame it in part two, right? They went back to the past right. to change things to help their future. And that right? was the other thing. Doc contradicts himself a lot. We can't. You can't see anybody. You can't see yourself. You can't interact. Yeah. And then he comes You know what? we got to change this, though. So I, on I, one hand, he doesn't want to change it. On the <laughs> other hand, he does. I chalk that up to him. he falls in love like a hypocrite. <laughs> 
I chalk that up to him just learning on the job. Like, right. That's, that's the only headcanon I can, like, don't, like, well, cause Doc like knows say, what he's talking about. Yeah, this he always says he can't, but then he goes and does Christopher it. Christopher Lloyd is a national treasure. But it's... <laughs> But it's it's the people he cares about whose lives he's going yeah. back to change yeah, and stuff right. and and you know it, it I guess it ended up working working out since it well it's a fictional movie but still he lived back in 1885 too which yeah. brings us to our next right movie. and one other thing I want to talk about for part two though is the fact that you know well more so for part two and three uh, they talked about Back to the Future in Endgame right. Uh, Ant-Man brings it up. Yep, like yeah. He says something about it. Right. And there is of a course, sp- specific, like you said, a specific difference, right? In my mind, back to the future time travel, there is no split. No. There is a... There's one branch that they create. They, they, and, and basically what happens is f- because the future is in constant flux based on events that happened before it, they change something that impacts the future, but it doesn't it doesn't create a parallel timeline. Right. So like as much as Doc was explaining that, it wasn't a parallel timeline. It was a new different one. Like it, it was like like you go along and then it branched out and the main stopped there and then branched right. out. It just like, went to the left instead of going straight. And to me that I can wrap my head even though it well, fundamentally doesn't make sense. Well, <laughs> That's what we. Th- I mean, that's what the theory. The more dominant theories say that's fundamental thought. Right. But who's to say we don't know for sure what time travel is going to look like? Yeah. Maybe it is exactly one line. Right. Who knows? I mean, it's still they're just still in the theory process. But I believe we are yeah. that close. Well, that's to what people sure. like the Mandela effect. That's what some people chalk that up to, where you misremember something. You're like, I swear it was like this. I I remember right. seeing that. And then you go back and look, and it's like, no, that was different than the way I remembered it. Right. Some people chalk that up to They're just time rationalizing travel. their yeah. poor memory <laughs> or true. drinking That's too much. Um, yeah, so, but perfect perfect uh, segue. Uh, back to the Future Part 3. And in, in Back to the Future Part 3 is really just a, a, a separate movie. It, it has a different feel. The pace is slower. Um, there's action obviously and things, but they really recreated a Western. I mean, they really took those aspects of the classic Western. You got to remember for guys like Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, the Westerns were the Marvel universe of their time, right? That was the popular thing when they were growing up that they watched. And it doesn't, you know, doesn't surprise me that they would want to make a Western, you know, out right. of their movie. Um, but it, it it plays on other things of like, you know, immigrants coming to America and first you know first baby born in the McFly family in America, and and all these like really digging back into the Hill Valley's history. You get to see the clock being installed, all this stuff that's just really interesting. That again is just set up and payback. This this set up for what they had been talking about since the first movie, and then you get to see it when it happened. You know, in eighteen eighty five. So, um, I, I guess the biggest part of this movie or the biggest crux of this whole movie is the fact that Doc is sent there with a lightning strike on accident at the end of part two and then is able to set Marty up so that he can go back to 1985. He's basically saying, 
here's all the pieces. I can't create all the, the components that I need to return to 1955 to pick you up, basically, to go back. I'm okay living here. Don't try to come back. I'm living my best life. He told him, don't you know, come back. Because uh-huh. he even says that again. I told you specifically not to come back. Right. So it's a it's a cool way to, you know, explore that period of American history. You know, right. um, in a in a in a different kind of way. Uh, so the whole, but again, the whole the whole idea is similar to similar ish to part two, part one. They find out that Doc is going to die, so. They're like, I, I got to go back, and and I can't go to 1985. I need to go to 1885 because I need to see what's going on and how I can save Doc from dying. Okay, that's and that brings up an interesting question that I wrote down, and maybe, maybe I'm not understanding. If if Doc ends up, oh, are you? Do you want to give more of a synopsis of what happens? Oh, uh, just really quick, yeah. I so 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 he ends up does go back to 1885. He met. Uh, he meets up with Doc. They uh, figure out that because the fuel line is cut or it gets ripped on the way from the DeLorean, from the DeLorean and they, they still need gas and they don't have gas, that they got to figure out a way to get it up to 88 miles per hour. They use a train to do that. In the meantime, Doc meets Claire, a love interest that uh, he finally he, has. He hears her name and goes, I don't, I've never been in love. Right. And then all of a sudden she comes along like, oh, that's how it happens. So right. They, Mary he's Steen like, Virgin, I would never. By the way, she's a really big time actress. So. It's like, I would never fall in love at first sight. That doesn't make any scientific, right. you know. Right. And then he does it. Um, and, and then. Famous the, last words of any man, pretty much. And, and you have this face off between Mad Dog Tannen and Marty. And, an and actual face off. <laughs> like an old West face off. I love and, and again they, they play in the whole saloon, the double doors, the, right. the the you know, the prostitutes up on the second floor and these like old timers that are sitting there and apparently those guys had been in other westerns too. Like they weren't just random background characters. Well and you said th- these guys are that age and I this is I hate to go too far off up subject, but like John Favreau, mm-hmm. same kind of generation. Look at right. the Mandalorian. That's basically all Western. Yep. These guys grew Western. up loving those movies. So yeah, if, I mean, it makes if sense. Star Wars, the original Star Wars, was a space opera. Mandalorian is a space western. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, Marty does get back, and he finally goes and picks up Jennifer. Who just apparently had all these crazy time warping things happening around her while she's sleeping on the porch. Just sleeping on the porch. <laughs> um. And, and where's her family? How come they're not concerned that she's on a porch? You're not thinking fourth dimensionally, Marty. Oh. She it was instantaneous for uh, yeah, her. Yeah, I guess. She never she never was she aware was only, of alternate she was only 1985. On the, no, but her family she was only on the porch for like 10 minutes then. Yeah. Oh, I guess. She had gone over to Marty's house. Right. And she passed out on the And swing. then and then the next day she came to her house. Right. So there's no like and for them outside. it was instantaneous. And she slept outside. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to find something to, to piss and moan about. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. Right, You're, the timeline will break down. Um, I have a stroke. So they they do end up getting back to, or he gets a, end up getting back to 1985, or 19, <laughs> right, 1985. <laughs> and my favorite line in the whole series is at the end of the movie where Doc says. When, when Jennifer hands him that fax from 2015 that erased that was, you're fired. And he says, she says to him, 
you know, what does this mean? This this is a race. Like she's she's trying to play catch up. She's just realized time travel is even possible. And he says it means that your future is not determined yet. It, your future is what you make it. Like don't basically this whole like don't let anybody determine your future. That kind of thing. Which is why he wanted, and all that. By the way, they it worked out where the DeLorean gets destroyed because that, mm-hmm. in the third movie he kept saying we have to destroy we this thing. Destroy all it. this stuff yep. has caused problems. It's hit and by then, the train, and then the train destroys it. So, and that's like you said, that's a wonderful line that he makes. Basically, I'm not going to screw with that anymore because it's yeah. not in my hands that I, I shouldn't have that kind of power. Well, and and also you have more control over your future. Like, don't right. think just because we went to the future that that's what it's going to be. Right, like, it can still time, be screwed. It's up. always changing. Even with a time machine, you can still screw up. You and you don't and, have any control over it. And also, you can do like. Don't feel like you're. That's gonna be your life, where you get married in the chapel of love. Like you right. don't, that doesn't have to be your life. It can be whatever you want. Yeah. And the payoff for that to me, and the, and then obviously, then you know, he marries Claire. He has kids with Claire. <laughs> There's this weird shot at the very end where the kid actor points at his crotch, and I think that the only reason why he's doing that is because he had to go to the bathroom. Right. I don't I, know why that made it into the final cut, but whatever. Once you said that, I did notice it, but I thought it meant something else because I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand what that gesture means. Little is this like it's just like Claire and then and Jules and Irving and they're standing there on right. the on the train and that's just for a split second. Everybody that's listening is gonna be like, no shit. Well, yeah, then go right. back and look. But he definitely it's clear like he just was because like, I notice it and I'm like, is that what is that a Western thing or is that kid a bigger pervert than me? Holy crap! At that uh, age, nice work. But um, the payoff for me is the fact that he goes. After he's with, I think it is it after. I think it's after he he talks to uh, Doc and and sees him again in the in the the what the locomotive time machine, whatever you want right. to call it. Oh right, at the very that end. he's on at the stoplight with needles and he doesn't race needles and because of everything he learned about not fighting and not letting somebody call you a chicken and, right, and let it get the back you get to him he throws it in reverse and by the way i want that freaking truck so bad um with the casey lights and oh my god that's just a beautiful beautiful vehicle um and I, that's the payoff for me because they don't come out and say it but what they're getting at is he doesn't screw up his hand he doesn't get married at the chapel of he doesn't get fired and so it's like this it ends on such a good positive like he can make his future better right and he's learned from because even at the end of the second movie if he had just walked away from biff the doc is going to be up there in a minute you got the almanac just go up there just be done and but no someone called him a chicken so and i speaking as someone with my dad's temper i always put it on my dad but it's my temper yeah it, you let it get the best of you sometimes, and mm-hmm. finally he's learned, I'm not going to do that anymore. I can control my destiny, and I'm not going to let my temper be the part, best part of it. And even in part three, he's starting to realize. I mean, he's just like, who cares? Right. Who cares Why if he thinks I'm yellow? Right. Like, what does it matter? And, right. and and it's this whole, you know, it's it's this character development that Marty has. And He might have short man syndrome. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure they discussed that in the character, but. And it's funny, though, because there is a, like, headcanon that somebody made up where they're like, well, why isn't he like that in the first one? 
And it doesn't make any sense, like, with the logic of time Someone traveling. called him Chicken in the first one, though, didn't they? No, I don't think so. They had an opportunity to do it in the lunchroom when he first meets Biff, but I think that he just... It doesn't actually happen until the second movie. Really? I think. I could be I wrong. there was a part where they were just about to hit him. They were, but he didn't call him Chicken. Oh, okay. He was just like, hey, leave her alone. Oh, right. He was just standing up for somebody. Um, yeah. But I guess the headcanon is because... Uh, his dad, uh, McFly, what's his dad's name? Oh my George. God. George McFly sticks up for himself and is this different dad to him. He's right. got this more like positive attitude right. and like, so he doesn't want people to call him chicken. Like right. that's the head well, canon that somebody's trying to spin sure. to like why he did it in the second and third movie, but not in the first movie. But on the other hand, with my psycho babble, I could say the fact that you're so pissed off when somebody calls you chicken is also stems from insecurity so yeah i mean yeah there yeah. could be we could go on and on let's 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 move on um one last thing that i want to talk about for part two crispin glover was not in that movie that is a oh, man right. who looks exactly like crispin glover it's an actor who plays and has impersonated can impersonate him they do a trick with you and make him inverted upside down so you can't really get a good look at his no face kidding. i didn't know that either uh it was a whole deal apparently it expends like spurred this whole thing with the actors guild where you can't use the likeness of another actor like you have to whole cloth recast them like they did with roadie you know the iron or uh war machine you mm. know it was the one actor and then now it's the new actor right. so it's like this whole thing apparently there's like some back and forth like crispin glover wanted a million dollars for the movie and it would have been paid more than uh, you know michael, michael j, j. Fox, fox at the time Lloyd, right? and all this stuff and and, and it, that's never been completely confirmed and like there's this whole thing but anyways there's a small side antidote of wow, yeah, crispin glover who's a very unique he has a specific style like a christopher lloyd definitely does. that you have to almost they had to basically write him out he's just dead in alternate 2000 or 1985 right because they couldn't like they they couldn't have him you know and I, they, I didn't even miss him to be honest but the thing is yeah. I, I guess i understand why he wanted the money because the only thing i've seen in in, in since was hot tub time machine is oh. the guy who loses his hand that's the only time i've seen him since that's then. ironic that they would have him in a time travel movie right you know? yeah and i mean it was a minor role so maybe he needed the million dollars. Well, and I don't know. He he said he that may he have never asked, asked for that much. So it's like oh. he should, he said, she said type of stuff. Right. And I don't know. Who so, knows, right? Yeah. So back to my question. Okay. And like I said, this might be out of ignorance or me just missing something. If Doc ends up in 1885 and they find his grave in 1955. Yes. Saying he died a week after he got back to 1885. Mm-mm. How the hell does he get to 1955? He died a week after, after he got to 1885, how, after he got to after he wrote the letter, I see. What, I, I I thought you were making a different point. I see the point that you're making, but he that's the point that the you're, newest version of Doc is in yes. 1885. So the newest version, right? So, so he's 1955. Yes. So he's okay. looped back on right. the original timeline, right? Okay. As so I'm asking, the so question. his life ends in 1885 because. Doc that went to 1885 is the 1985 Doc. Right. The, the newest, the, doc in the updated ni- version is in 1885. You got a facelift, can't right. you tell? Right. You look younger. Great. <laughs> thing. Um, so you've got 
1955 Doc in 1955 with 1985 Marty trying to go back to 1885 to see 1985's Doc. Doc. Right. Woo! Yeah, you're right, though. As I was asking that question, it finally occurred to me. That's the newest version of Doc. The most up-to-date version is living in 1885. That's how he survived. The oldest version that we know. Right. It's also the, the interesting. The newest version of the oldest person. Yeah, right. This might be like a, like, like a, like a hard. Well, they never meet the doc of 2015. Yeah, right. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know? We don't know. Yeah, we never know what happens to that guy. Although, yeah. They never meet the, the Doc of 2015, and Marty wasn't born in Well, the Doc of 2015 is the Doc of 1885, and now he's got the wife from 1885 mm-hmm. in the train. I'm, talk, I'm talking about the, the – no, the Doc of 2015 is that goes to 2015 is the Doc of 1985. We never meet. So, like, Marty – Oh, right. We don't see the Old Marty version. with kids is 19, 2015 Marty. We don't see – we His don't counterpart. See, we don't see the doc. version of Doc that gradual that is gets aged that that's yeah. gotten there on his own on right. his normal aging process. Right. Oh right, yeah, because the one on the train is the version that came from eighteen eighty five. Right at the, the end, he, but he's the nineteen eighty five Doc. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care if it's right anymore. Yeah. My head hurts. <laughs> Anyways, I need a tile. I need a dry erase board. Um, I need whatever that sarsaparilla that they yeah shot right they exactly. Had. That's not strong enough. Oh, but but again, just this movie, like even the part three is so good. Like, right. Well, I mean, I look mean, at the conversations it strikes up yeah. when you actually are willing to think outside the box, or I mean, inside the box, or inside the train, or Z- inside the hoverboard. What? Right. Yeah. Uh, ZZ Top is singing a song with a fiddle, and they spin their guitars. They right. spin their drum. Like the fact that again, it's the it's the equivalent of you know, uh, Huey Lewis in the news, like breaking the fourth wall. That's just you're just too damn loud. Right. It's that that right. same idea. I love that stuff. That ZZ Top. But the thing about ZZ Top is you never know. They fit right in because right. they just look like they came they, from 1885. Right. They just look old and hairy. Yeah. Fun fact for you, the only member of and ZZ And now they look like yuppies from nowadays. Or hipsters, I mean. Oh, Because they? they got the long beards, yeah. You know, hipsters with the long beards. Oh. That's what ZZ Top would look like. They'd fit in now, too. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. The only member of ZZ Top whose last name is Beard doesn't have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. So That's odd, yeah. Fun fact. Speaking of what you were just saying, though, I like all the references. Like, even when he's looking in the mirror and going, looking at me, punk. That's a taxi driver reference with Robert De Niro, one of his first movies. Clint Eastwood, Darth Vader, Calvin Klein's more about clothing. But I love all these references to other iconic movies that just, and they don't sugarcoat it. I mean, they just go right at you with it because they know everybody knows what you're talking about. Well, and it's such a rewatchable movie that, you pick again. It's one of those These you are, pick up on those things, and they're all classic stuff right. that you're gonna know forever. And I love the fact that, yeah, you're right. Like he takes on this this alias of Calvin Klein because nobody knew who Calvin Klein is in 1955. Or Clint Eastwood, and nobody knows who Clint Eastwood. And that the line, Vader. <laughs> the line that they have is, if you back out from this from this fight. Clint Eastwood is going to be known as the most yeller right. <laughs> fighter in the West. Right. It's like, 
You can't uh, have okay, that. Okay, well, that really screw up cinema. Right, <laughs> that's not going to work out well. So, yeah. uh, in, in the Clayton Ravine, you yeah. know, change the McFly Ravine. Right. You know, the fact that it's so, or no, Eastwood Ravine, because he's not McFly. He's, right. Yeah. So, like, I love that little, like, oh, we used to think about uh, a teacher that we'd love to throw off the canyon, you know. It's, we love it's Clayton like, Ravine. Tying yeah. that all together just seems like it's so smart in a way that is fun and it just again this whole this whole series i could watch you know I, it's so rewatchable i could watch all three of these movies multiple times and it wouldn't it wouldn't buy, like i wouldn't get sick of them right. you know it, it's so i mean tying it back to it's a wonderful life he does that like close up on his face in the part two when he's in alternate 18, 1985. They do that whole, like, the same thing that uh, the character, uh, George McFly. Oh. George They're McFly. Jimmy Stewart. Is it George McFly? Yeah. Because I didn't ever make that. No, no. George. George. Uh, who's the. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where we are or what we're talking about. Anymore. Back. Uh, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. What is Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, but what is his the actor or oh, the, I don't, I the don't. character George? It's George like, Bailey. Yeah, right. George, I'm getting my George's. I, and I didn't up. even know what point you're trying to make. I'm like, I'm even more confused. George than Bailey you. does the same. They have the same scene in, um, It's a Wonderful Life. Right. They they mimic that scene. We don't know in, what century we're in. We don't know what show we're talking about. I don't even know who, what George I'm talking about. <laughs> it was George McFly and back. Oh my God. Anyways. Uh, that's, I guess it, what any, I know we've, there's, we could talk forever about these movies, but anything else that you wanted to touch well, on? Like or? I, and like you were saying, you can watch them over now that I've actually given them another chance and gotten over my bias that I created from n- them not meeting the level I wanted them to meet. Yeah. I will watch them again too. Yeah. Cause I, like you said, they're just, they're home cooking. I mean, they just, mm-hmm. they, they give you that peaceful feeling that even if you're not watching them close, but it's just something cool in the background, you know, it's yeah. going to be entertaining. Um, I, I love how the DeLorean was actually using horsepower when they were, you know, yes, when they're going they're trying the, to get them. Get, how can we get this up? Right. And, and it's clever too. And this is what makes good sci-fi movies where the, the sci-fi concepts are based in reality, right? He needs the plutonium or the Mr. Fusion to generate or to power the flux capacitor, but they still need gas to power the car's right. internal combustion engine. And it's always 88 miles per you know, hour. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just, interesting to be able to like i can follow that logic right yeah it's even like though you said, Plutone, the flux capacitor doesn't exist it's not a real thing i can follow the fact that the car moves because of gas right the car travels through time because that car because is still plutonium. from 1985 yeah and and i mean like you said we just made this even more complicated we made the movies way more complicated with our screwed up conversation than the movies do, which which yeah. makes it nice because right, you right. could you could really confuse yourself if you think too far into this stuff. Yeah, it's uh yeah. So it is kid yeah. friendly. It's I mean, kid fr- yes, they for definitely brains did. that aren't fully developed, you know. Yeah, they definitely did the whole like I said, especially that future scene. You know, they they were playing to- like they wanted it to be kid friendly and and understandable, understandable and fun. Just a fun movie. Just a I don't know. It's like a it's it's. It's just a like you said. It's this comfort food. It's this way to relax. Like, but it's also one of those movies where you're walking good. around 
and you got to stop and watch this scene. Even though you've right. seen it a million times, right? You got to stop. But and I love this. I gotta watch this. I got to watch him uh, fly around on the hoverboard. I got to watch. I like it when I, when he actually makes contact with the wire. Yeah. To, to, and then you see the fire tracks. Yes. I, I always like that. Yes. Yeah. The only other question I always have is, we never learned how Doc and Marty met in the first place. So, what a weird, really. I mean, that's an odd is, couple right there. <laughs> this is a good segue. Um, and the only. I, I knew about it, but I didn't know fully. So, like I said, I got this, and I talked about this in the first episode. I got this um, special edition Blu-ray, and it actually has all three movies plus the cartoon that came out. So, there was a oh, cartoon, right. yeah, animated series. Right. But what ended up happening was there was a an actual comic line that they dive into that, right? They dive into the fact, or like how Marty met. Marty and, and Doc met. They dive into how, how Needles got his name and why he's called Needles. Um, why not Flea? I mean, <laughs> one one name deserves another, I guess. Um, so that's a good point, though. They 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 do. I haven't read the. I do want to get the comics someday. I can't believe I haven't, you don't have them already. I haven't read it, but uh, just so there was a ride at Universal Studios with Christopher Lloyd narrating it. Um, Tom Wilson was even in it. It's like a direct sequel to it's Back to the simulator. Future. It was awesome. I've been on it. I don't think I actually got to be on it. It was awesome. <sighs> I wanted. I mean, it it's, wasn't, a, it's it done sucked. now. I'm it was not horrible. Gonna... It was the worst thing. Um, it was actually my. It was not the greatest thing I've ever done, for you. It was the coolest right there, though. I thought. I'm sure. I'm sure it's right up there with, you know, the stuff that I saw in Disneyland, but. Oh, yeah. Um, well, they're always doing better. So then you had, like I said, the animated series, and then you had basically a tie-in uh, comic book that explored those storylines. And then, oh, my gosh, the collectibles, Funko Pops, uh, you know, T-shirts, Lego. Lego released a, a set, and then they just recently released, like, an Ultimate Collector Series yeah, set. Yeah, I saw that. It was that. awesome. Action figures, Hot Wheels, um Hot Wheels. Oh, I suppose. You know, uh, all that kind of stuff. They even did a, uh, like, a, a musical yeah. recently. I guess that sounds um, familiar, yeah. So, it's it's just so, like, it, there was a book that came, like, a small, like, uh, coffee table book that came with this. And that's where I'm, like, kind of my talking points for this. But it has legs, right? Right. They haven't made a new one since. They've had other things happen. There's a video. There's an NES video game, but it has this stain power. Oh, it's it's a time timeless movies. Batman is which is, popular. is ironic. These are timeless movies about time travel. Go figure. Batman is popular partially due to the fact that they come out with a new Batman every ten years. Sure, right. They're always updated. Star Wars is popular because it's very like C- your trilogy's generation, right? right? Continues. This on. is stands alone right not taking away anything from those other franchises even even uh indiana jones they're still right. making movies i guess yep God, I so harrison ford's gonna look like a rotten corpse but anyway <laughs> he'll be that you know skeleton that right comes out at you and exactly <laughs> hey wait a second <laughs> why does he got a whip um so i guess i just want to leave it at that is that this movie is these movies have such staying power in a way that you know, there are good movies out there that are like this, but I mean, I picked up an action figure movies. of Griff this year. Right. Sorry, did I say two movies? 
No, that's, but I'm saying it's three. It's, yes, it's not three, just one movie. Yes, yeah, it's so, a, the, just trilogy. Has got, been, I mean, so. that's almost six hours of entertainment. True. Yes, that that it this trilogy. I picked up a Griff action figure in 2022. Right. Like a new thing. Like it wasn't yeah. like I bought something on eBay that was produced in 1989. And, and, more, and more well done than anything in the past because of technology and all that stuff. So they're not producing new movies and new merchandise is coming out because still, they know that people still like Still this. that popular. So that nostalgia factor. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I have. Do you like these way. movies? Uh, I, I can't yeah. tell. I'm just serious. So wait, first of all. How did Marty and Doc meet? I don't know. I, I haven't oh. I haven't read the comics to see that, but oh, it's in the comics. I right? think it's in the. There's a story. And line I mean, I mean, most. I mean, having th- that's just me overanalyzing. What weird? But a lot of movies start right in the middle of a relationship. It's just. Yeah. I mean, this is a weird dynamic of a high school yeah. kid and a and an old scientist who's kind of isolated. How do they get together? It should be an interesting thing to find out. You think they might might have addressed it, but it wasn't necessary for the yeah. story. And I, and I will say they did it a different way, but uh, Rick and Morty's the same situation. Right, it's almost a rip off of that. Right, it's his grandpa though, so that explains it. Yeah, you know that's a little different. Uh, but same kind of concept of this, you know. Exactly. So, but uh, great movies, and yes, like you said, yeah. forever, forever great. I mean, just I mean, Michael being, J. Fox. I mean, he's going to go down one of the, like, he's a on, favorite actor for a lot of people. Because he's on of these my movies alone. He's on my bucket list of. Of people that I gotta meet someday, get an autograph, get a picture with. It's gonna know. be tough. Yeah, yeah, it I is. Mean, yeah, I mean, even Christopher Lloyd is getting up there, but he's still making the rounds in the circuit. Right, you but know. yeah, with Parkinson's, it's yeah. a little tougher for. Exactly, which is kind of a sad story for such a great guy. You know? Right, and we touched on that in the, I think the first one, but yeah, his whole foundation and everything he took and you know. Yeah, he's doing great things that. because of it. Yeah, yeah so, so good for him. But yeah, that's all I've got. I mean, speaking I of people just, getting old, I yeah. Guess. Getting old is mandatory. But growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?